Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Dr. Eric Tangu Monken with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy the potential. This broadcast is for husbands and wives, or for wives and husbands, is for those who are married. If you are planning to get married, stick around. I'm about to share something that would not only change your life as an individual, it is going to have a profound, profound, profound impact on the quality of your marriage. It's going to revolutionize your marriage. It's going to take your marriage to the next level. Do me a favor, invite other people to join us. If you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel yet, this is your opportunity to do so. Share this information with other people. I have some resources here that I think are going to help you. I wish I could put everything that I've experienced, not only in your mind, but make you do it. Please don't allow the little investment that you have to make to get those resources prevent you from getting hold of them. Most of the times we value something that will cost us. However, if you can't afford these resources I'm going to be recommending, reach out to me, I will get them to you at zero cost. And if you are subscribed to Kindle Direct Reading or Amazon, these resources are also there for those who have membership free. You can access them like that. If not, you can support what we are doing by getting the resources. We've made them very affordable. The cost of an unhappy marriage the cost of a divorce is nothing compared to investing eight, nine dollars to get a resource that has the potential to revolutionize your marriage. I was talking to somebody who's going to, through a divorce right now, yesterday, the cost of hiring a lawyer, he hiring a lawyer between 15,000 to 20,000 and his wife hiring another lawyer, another 10,000 to 15,000. We're talking about thousands of dollars here. What I'm going to be talking about today can prevent you from having a divorce. It's going to prevent you 
from premature death. Do you want to become a widow or a widower very soon? I mean, none of us is going to sign up for that. Unfortunately, unfortunately, words are cheap. None of us want to sign up to become a widow or a widower. None of us wants to die young, good and fine. Unfortunately, the choices we make on a daily basis is in direct contrast to the direction we want to go. Today, I'm not going to be focusing on the benefits of exercising together as a couple. I'm not going to be focusing on that because most of us already know the wonders exercise can do in our lives. Yet, we are not doing it. And before I talk about all the wonderful benefits, I want to go back to the very beginning. I want to share parts of our story. How we got to the point where we are today. How we've been able to exercise as a couple. We just did this morning. We exercise five times a week. Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we skip Friday, and we exercise on Saturday, averaging about 30 miles every day. I'm not here to brag. I'm not here to make you feel bad. I'm not here to talk you down. I'm hoping that you can be challenged enough to wake up and do something differently, to wake up and plant different seeds. Please listen and listen very carefully. And if you have any questions, you have any concerns, you disagree with what I'm saying, use the comment section, leave a comment. Let's have a conversation. This is live on multiple platforms, and I will not be able to respond to your questions immediately. However, I will when the broadcast is done. If you need help as a couple, help is available. We can work together. I want to share part of our story today, our own failures, challenges and difficulties to let you know that we did not just get up one day and we're able to exercise regularly. It doesn't work like that. I want to take you behind the scenes a little bit so you can understand how to overcome the very things that are preventing you from applying the knowledge you already know of the benefits of exercising together as a couple. Here are the resources I'm talking about. 
enhance your marriage. This book was written uh, by the two of us. I and my wife were sharing uh, 10 years of exercising regularly. The challenges we've had to overcome to do that. And it's going to change your life. There's some surprising benefits of exercising together as a couple. And I'll be sharing some of those with you in the upcoming broadcast. Today, I want to go behind the scenes and talk a little bit about our own story. Now, most people, just like me, when we started, we were clueless about what to do as a couple. As individuals, you could exercise. That is great. You should be doing that. However, what about the couple actually going out and exercising together at the same time and doing the same type of exercise? There is a lot of negotiation that needs to take place and compromise for that to happen. We've taken away the guest work for you. And that's how we have this 90-day challenge for a couple to exercise together, 90-day challenge. It's going to make or break you. Our hope is that it's going to make you. It's going to change your marriage. It's going to change your lives. It's going to enrich you in ways unimaginable. We are very practical. Each day you have an assignment. Each day you have a motivational uh, quote or something that is going to keep you going. Hopefully one of these days, I'm going to actually get into the manual, talk more about it, how to use it, and how it works. However, as I said, each day we have a little devotional for you and your husband to go through and it's going to be doing a different aspect of the marriage. You can start in 90 days at any time. In fact, I'm going to have a complete broadcast just on this manual alone to really show you the guts of it so you, you see why you need to grab the manual and use it. That said, let's move on. Today, uh, it's an intro, interesting topic and I'm hoping that you are going to like it. And I, I'm talking about uh, this question that I asked my wife in uh, 2009, it's a long time ago. I got up that morning in 2009 in the middle of winter. It's cold outside. The bed sheets are warm, we're still in bed. We are warming up each other. We, you know, it's, it's in the morning. You know, we we just enjoying being under the sheets in the morning. And I asked my wife this question: "Baby, are you going to exercise? Are we going to exercise today? Baby, are we going to exercise today?" 
I asked the question because it's trying to look for a way out not to exercise. And I just needed her to say, yeah, let's not do it. And I would say, you see, yeah, she doesn't want us to do it. So let's not do it. And so we've taken a decision together and it's good. Let's not go exercise. This question that I asked and how we handled it has had a profound impact on our marriage. And I want you to listen. I, I don't know the type of questions you're asking your wife or your husband and the results you've been getting based upon how you frame the question. And I'm going to be laying a lot of emphasis on the quality of the questions that we ask and why we must learn how to ask the right question because the answer you get is commensurate to the question that you ask. If you ask the right question, you're going to get the right answer. And when you get the right answer, it's going to deliver what you need. Therefore, you must learn how to ask the right questions. I asked the question and my wife took a deep sigh. Guess what? She said, it's too cold. Let us stay in. She was 100% correct. It's winter. By the way, I was born and raised in the tropics. I don't like the cold at all. That's why I'm not going up now. Canada, Please don't expect me coming up there anytime to come and sit down. I don't like the cold. I'm from the tropics. So my wife was correct. It's too cold. Why should we go out and exercise? The weather was not on our side. There was nothing attractive to leave warm sheets in the morning and go out to exercise in the cold. We had been through this exchange many times over the years. And especially that year, as we were trying to start exercising more regularly. Guess what? 99% of the time, each time one of us posed that question, should we go out today? The question always came because the physical conditions were not favorable. 99% of the time, we ended up not going out to exercise. And in our eyes, we were justified because it's cold. Come on, it's cold. What do you expect? It's cold. It's warmer and more comfortable to lie in bed in the morning, hug your wife, and have fun. Why risk it and go out in the cold? After all, you know, you can always go out when things warm up. This is early in the morning. is not funny. But there was something different that particular morning. Something different that particular morning. We felt that asking the wrong question always resulted in the wrong 
answer, right? Or should we go out? Yes or no. What, what are we trying to achieve when we ask the question, should we go out? The question is coming from a place of wanting to cop out. And that is why each time that question came up, we ended up not exercising and it was not doing us any good. We kept trying and failing, kept trying and failing. Something changed in our thinking that morning. And we realized this. Instead of asking if we were going to exercise, we should be asking how warm should we dress to go out and exercise. Let me reframe the question. Because I'm talking today about marriage, I'm talking about exercising. But you, you, you can apply this in all other areas of your life, learning how to ask the right question. Because where you are right now, if you are stuck, if you are stuck, if things are not going the way they're supposed to go, if your business is not growing the way it's supposed to grow, the relationships are not growing the way it's supposed to grow, you're not having enough savings or whatever, what, what area, what, whatever area of your life that you need improvement, that you need to grow in, is hinging on the type of questions you are asking. Because each and every one of us, when we get up in the morning, we have a personal narrative that we are telling ourselves and that we are operating from. That is so important. If you are blaming people, if you are making excuses, if you are complaining and justifying why you are where you are right now and stop, you've been asking the wrong questions. And that is why instead of asking if we were going to exercise, we should be asking, remember I said, the question came up because of the weather. We are lying in bed in the morning, it's cold outside, but the bed is warm, comfortable, and cozy. And now the question is coming up because we want to avoid the discomfort of going out in the cold. However, we have to justify why we shouldn't go out. And we're doing it the wrong way. Instead of asking, should we go out? We would have asked ourselves, it's cold outside. 
Yeah, it's cool. It's a fact. I'm not here saying you should refuse reality. Of course, it's cold outside. It's winter. For crying out loud, it's very cold. What should you do? The question should be, how warm should we dress to go out and exercise? For every problem, there is a solution. In fact, I've written a book on that. I don't have a copy here with me. My book is out, but I don't have a copy. I need to order some copies. Check that book out. For every problem, for every problem, for every problem, I don't care what your problem is. I don't care. For every problem, there is a solution. And those who provide solutions, they get rewarded. All businesses, legitimate businesses, are providing solutions to problems. The basic question we're supposed to be asking us is, how warm should we dress to go out? If it's in the summer, how light should you dress to go out? You got your part to play. Ask the right question. It may even be a difficult boss at work. Ask the question. How else can I relate to this person? How else can I respond? Ask the right questions is going to lead to the right answers. So that particular morning, we decided that we should never ask each other if we were going to go outside and exercise or not. We put an end, we banished that question. And as simple as that was, it became a pivotal moment in our exercise life. This is what we agreed on. We agreed that each morning when we get up, we just get out and exercise. Come rain, come shine, come snow, come wind, come thunder, come what? And that is what we have done for more than 10 years now. We've run under the snow, we've run under the rain, we've run under the cold. You name it, we get up, we go do it. It's a commitment that we've made to ourselves. We don't ask the question any longer, it doesn't matter. We dress accordingly. If it's cold, we bundle up. If it's warm, we dress lightly. Cold shouldn't stop you and don't let anything stop you from doing what you want to do. Now, I'm making this emphasis because we had previously tried to exercise over a 10-year period and we failed. We tried to exercise and we failed. And I'm going to go into some of the reasons why we failed and hopefully if you are facing the same uh, 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 situations that we found ourselves in, this should be a, an encouragement that you can overcome, you can make it. We have tried and failed because we're clueless about what we're trying to do.
The first reason why we failed miserably is we had no game plan. We had no game plan. We just wanted to exercise, but you know, we didn't know. We, we, we just felt this was a good idea, but there was no game plan. And that is why this manual, as I said, for the next 90 days is a game plan. If you stick to it, get up each day, get behind it, do what I'm supposed to do, you're going to build a habit. In addition, we were not able to develop consistency and persistency. Remember, I said we'll get up each morning and ask the wrong question. Should we go? Should we not go? It's too hot. It's too cold. I'm too tired. I didn't well. Yada, 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 yada. You may be doing that on your ground and you think it's cool. It's not. You're losing up. You can't develop consistency if you exercise one day a week, you skip the next week, skip the next month, before you realize it's one year you haven't done anything. Because we did not develop consistency and persistency, we could not form a habit of exercising. Now that we form a habit, when we get up eight in the morning, your body just tells you, dude, you need to be out there. It doesn't matter what the temperature is. The habit is really well established and it now takes over and is driving you. That is what champions do. They build the right habits, replace bad habits with good habits. The other reason we fail is that we did not give careful thought to what we were about to do and had not set any goals. We had no goals. I mean, today, what we do is we have a five minimum of five miles we run every day, so we'll go out. It doesn't matter how you're feeling. It doesn't matter what the rain is falling or falling. We've got to do the five miles. We've got to do it five times a week. We have to keep to that regime. We, that regimen. We have to follow the goal. We have to keep our eyes on the price. Have you set any goal when it comes to exercise? It's not enough to say, I'm going to exercise more this year. How are you going to evaluate more? You know, I've learned something about having a game plan and sticking to it. Something that is measurable. Uh, for example, I get up each day and I started by doing 30 push-ups or so. I went up to 50. Now I do uh, 260 in the morning. There's nothing magical about 260. There's nothing special about 260. The idea is this. It's very difficult. Someday, most 99% of the time, I don't want to do it. I hate it. And somebody said, if you hate it, why do you have to keep doing it? Yeah, because you do the writing, because the writing, not because you feel that you want to do it or not. It's not always about what you, are, you like to do. If I didn't do the push-up, I'm not going to build muscle. Yeah, you have to. Well, look for another exercise. But I need to build some specific muscles, so I'm going to do it by doing the push-ups. And by the way, it's, 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 it's strengthening your mental toughness when you inflict a little bit of pain, just a little bit. Each day, do something that you're uncomfortable. My case is the push-ups. But what I'm saying is this, because I count them, I can't cheat. I can't lie to myself. I made a commitment. I have to do 260 every day plus uh, 60, uh, strengthening my, my, my lower core. So I do like what, three uh, push ups and uh, I don't know how you call it, or whatever. Anyway, 
300 and something I do in the morning before I leave the house. But what I've found over the years is that being able to hold myself accountable, have a number, keeps me in check. And that is right for you. If, you. if you say, oh, I'm just going to run. No, you need to come out with a number of miles you will run, how many days you will do it, then stick to the plan. Stick to the plan. That is how champions win. So I've said we had no game plan. We're not persistent. We're not consistent because we had no goals. Now, this is, this is another very legitimate excuse why we're failing. You know, apart from the fact that we had no strong why. We had no strong why. And I'm going to have a whole broadcast talking about coming up with your why. There was nothing compelling. We just felt, oh, now it's good to exercise. And some of us are there. We haven't really figured out why we should be exercising. Until you have a strong, compelling why, you're going to fail. You know, so in addition to not having a strong why, we were living in a different country. We have moved from Cameroon to the US as students. And um, family was not around. You know, about 8,000 8, miles away from our country of birth. We're in a new country, you're, you're learning a lot. And, uh, and, and um, uh, uh, it is worth mentioning that because, you know, we were having a young family at the time. We're going to school, um, raising kids. My wife is a student, I'm a student. And, um, you know, uh, the, the, the time was really a scarce commodity at that stage of our lives. We're students and um, we couldn't figure out how to juggle everything. So in addition to the demands of school, we had three young children who were totally dependent on us. I've already said family support wasn't there when living in a different country. And the children were on that age. We couldn't leave them in their house to go exercise uh, because they needed somebody to attend to them. I mean, some of you agree with me because you are there right now, you're having a young family and um, things are hectic. Now, to make matters worse, we did not grow up exercising regularly and exercise was not top on our list of priorities. I mean, exercise wasn't something as a kid. Yeah, we, we ran around, we did this, we did that, but we didn't really understand the place of exercise. We didn't really understand uh, the, the benefits of exercise. We didn't understand what exercise does. Yeah, I was told too much work without play makes Jack the dog boy. And literally, exercise, one of the benefits of exercise is that you develop new brain cells. Go think about that. Truly, if Jack is working all the time and not playing, Jack is going to become dull. But Exercise was not a, 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 an integral part of our, of our lives in, in, in the sense that you get up, oh, I need to go walk out, I need to go run, I need to do this, I need to do that, or bike, or hike. Or, yeah, we, our lives, we, we're not having sedentary life, a sedentary lifestyle because we didn't grow up uh, having driving vehicles and all that. However, exercise was not something that was done intentionally and regularly. And so it wasn't in, was in our culture. And most of you would relate to this. It's time for a change. It's time for a change. They're no longer living in that culture. They're living in a different culture, eating all the time, driving cars, sitting all the time, watching TV, flipping channels. When I was a kid who had no TV in our house, 
So all this sedentary lifestyle is really strange. And that is why you need to do something. You see, in short, there were no role models for us to follow. And we were clueless about what to do. I hate making excuses. The list of excuses can go on and on. There are too many excuses, but the sad reality is this. We were not exercising. I can stand here all day, make excuses. I'm too busy. I'm too that. This is happening and that is happening. It's too cold, it's too hot, it's too humid. The rain, the snow, the sun, the dark, the dark, the dark. And some of these excuses are so genuine. Who's going to blame a parent or parents that have young kids and they can't abandon them in the house and go to exercise? However, this, this is a sad reality. If you are not exercising, it's impossible to enjoy the benefits of exercising. If you are not exercising, it's impossible not to be impacted by the negative effects of not exercising. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how short, how tall, how smart, how intelligent, how wealthy. It doesn't matter the skin, the color of your skin. It doesn't matter who you are. If you're not exercising and you want to reap the benefit of exercising, it's like saying you can reap without sowing. It's not going to work. It's not working. As a couple, husband and wife, what questions have you been asking when it comes to the area of exercise? Maybe you have never been asked a question at all. Maybe that's not even crossed your mind that you should exercise together. I'm going to make the point as we proceed in, uh, in this series on why it's critical for every couple to exercise and to exercise together. Thank you so much for watching today's broadcast. I hope you learned something. Stay tuned. There is a lot in store for you. And support what we are doing by getting these resources and get some for some other person. If you know a couple that may benefit from learning how to exercise together, I'm laying emphasis on exercising together. There is. There is it's critical that you two, as husband and wife, actually go out and exercise together. You'll be amazed by what it's going to do for your marriage. God bless you. Have a fantastic day. And until next time, remain blessed.